Hi, everybody. Um, thank you for listening to our very first mini podcast. Uh, we're calling it Couples Corner. Podcast within a podcast. <laughs> podcast within a podcast. We um, may put this out once a week or maybe like twice a month or something like that. Um, this is going to be a little bit more on the serious side, just to discuss um, feelings, situations, things that we come up against um, as a couple that we face, um, not specific topics um, like we do before, just... Um, some one-on-one time about um, what it is to be a polyamorous couple, um, talk about uh, situations that come in like jealousy, um, being scared or worried, um, insecurities, um, and then everyday life stuff. Um, now, the reason I wanted to put this together was because I had an opportunity to listen to the last podcast that we did, um, which is why it was a redo, and um, I was really disappointed in myself. Um I was really, uh, I was really rude. Um, I said some things that um, I feel may have hurt AMPM's uh, feelings. Um, so I, I kind of wanted to take a step back from having fun on our podcast, but to talk about the serious things. Every episode that we put out, everything that we do, I have an opportunity to listen, and um, it gives me a moment to reflect. Mm-hmm. And PM decided that he would enjoy doing this with me. Um, also, we can't afford therapy. <laughs> and we don't have the time for therapy. New age therapy. Um, hear yourself talk. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, really uh, helped me a lot to to see that I had done something um, or acted a particular way that was like unbecoming of me. Like, I wouldn't like for me to have done that in front of people or for you to do that in front of people because mm. it would have you know, obviously made us feel embarrassed. Yeah, and I have not went back to listen to the episode yet. Um, from what I remember, you had a lot of energy and um, was feeling excited, but it seems like maybe that's not how it played back. And I think it is good for me to go back and listen just because I'll be able to hear how I respond to you, especially if I, at times, agree with your assessment of how you were acting. Uh, yeah, I mean, you were really, uh, really sweet in telling me that I was excited or passionate about what I was talking about, but um, I was, in the unedited version, I, I talk a lot over you, um, I'm very loud, um, I'm uh, putting down the way that you're talking and you're having a discussion with me about a situation. Um, and in, you know, in our regular, in our regular um, podcasts, it's, it's fun. I mean, we have a good time talking to one another, um, but you were, um, you were allowing me to behave in a way that is not okay. I didn't think it was okay, like for me anyways. That's valid. That's valid. Um, so... What actually was going on in that um, episode was I felt a little jealous. Um, jealous about what? Um, someone from your past coming, you know, coming around into uh, our current life, like just changing the dynamic of the way that things work. You said that before, where you feel like you f- uh, you feel like the dynamic would change when it's just someone uh, communicating or a hangout. Um, it seems like you connect that into the, the, or a fear that the entire dynamic will change based off that. Like, you, like every encounter I have with someone who I might find interesting 
uh, for me and for you doesn't mean it'll turn into something that threatens our dynamic. Like I said, it'll take it will take a lot of work and someone really wanting it for that to happen. Right. Um, and this is a brand new being polyamorous is an extremely brand new experience for me. When it was the three of us, when we were a throuple, we would have um, check ins, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. We would have um, check ins every every month. It would just be an hour block separate of, you know, from phone, from TV, just to talk about our feelings and what's going on. And sometimes jealousy did come up between um, both me and the artist um i don't think you ever had any jealous feelings that i can i'm not jealous no i wasn't in that position but i definitely had feelings different feelings that came up fears of loss or being left and you know sensing what was going on and and at the time was well what was my primary relationship so yeah i had other feelings that definitely came up um and then I think that's I think that that's something that I I may feel myself like um, we are polyamorous and when it was a throuple it was so easy to feel safe because I just felt like everything was up front and um, I I didn't have to guess about what would come next I mean I knew that um, you were sleeping in the same bed as the artist um, you guys were emotional with one another you guys hugged and kissed and. Um, there was a potential for, uh, you know, sex when it, when, although I had a really negative reaction to it, my, my brain should have understood this is your partner. You're going to have those, um, those urges and those feelings of sexual desire for your partner. It makes sense. Yeah. I wonder how, if I move forward with, uh, reconnecting with my partner at the time sexually while we were together how that would have changed how you felt about polyamory, you know? Um, and I, I remember having the argument with you that if I was like, if you're going to have sex with him, then I should just be able to have sex with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you made a very valid argument that was, well, do you love these people? Or are you just having sex to have sex? And my thing was like, well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like you can't have me and your partner and I'm only having sex with you. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And Mm -hmm. it was just me feeling or being selfish. Um, I mean, I think it was a valid feeling like you wanted to have physical, emotional connections with people when you knew I was having that with someone else. But I guess that would be more retaliatory, like right. something to do because I'm doing it versus, no, I actually feel like I want more than one person to be sexually intimate with, regardless of what, you know, you AMPM are doing. Right. Um, and and that's so and that brings up feelings from back then before, because, again, this is the very first time I've been into anything that has a name to it. You know, other relationships were open relationships, um, open in the sense where him and I would have sex with whoever we wanted together. Um, and in this instance, um, it, it's not like that. It's, you know, we're free to make our own choices as people. We're free to discuss and talk about what we're feeling and try to find a way to move forward from that. And um, now that there's just you and me, there's a different level of dynamic. Like there's 
I feel like other people can come in with an understanding and and most people do and it bothers me so much that what that they think like just because we're poly it means we're fair game like oh you're poly okay so you can date or fuck around or do whatever you want and right. we, we say that so often having to say it so often is is really frightening and um, makes me feel really scared and insecure because people don't know um people believe that we don't have boundary right yeah i think a lot of times poly gets looked at as like an excuse to fuck around I, you even have uh some friends uh some big guys who didn't understand it and was like it's just bullshit you know yeah um, very old school but i i get it i get it it's hard not to think one person is supposed to be it for you um and there's no other options there's no other way of being with that person either in a romantic relationship or or not at all um i really felt too um i felt like my my presence was threatened you know i felt like uh i felt like uh it was a you know a fondness or a reminiscence like for instance the guy from the bay i i feel i'm so afraid of him i don't know him but i'm frightened of him mm, um yeah cuz of everything that he means to you and it's uh it's an ongoing thing um hearing you at the end of our last last podcast say I think I need to have a closing conversation with him Mm -hmm. Um, made me feel like I needed to prepare myself for a closing conversation that could end in a way that could leave you hopeful still. Mm. Um, Well, I mean, my purpose of the closing conversation meaning means I'm going in with the intention of ending that chapter of that relationship. We don't have much of a friendship now, so it's not like anything would change. It would just be a closer off of, that time those feelings that place where my head is still likes to go back and play around in but is no longer helpful as far as um detachment and moving on and and so i with with you saying that i i uh i wondered to myself and what does that mean um because we recently had a situation where um you know, someone from near not so past um, dredged up feelings again. And uh, it was really confusing for me. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. I expected it and I talked about it. I, I told you it was going to happen. Um, but the reality of when it did come to pass, I was like, well, what does this mean? Um, and what I'm talking about is the artist saying mm-hmm. that his feelings okay. resurfaced for you. Right. Um, so it was really confusing for me because then again, what do we have to be like what do we what do I have to prepare myself for and I, I don't know um trying to be friends with someone that has feelings for you it's 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 weird to me mm. um because I want you to keep your your you know your um your space I want you to be who you are and I can't affect how other people feel I mean you're an amazing man you're one of the best people I've ever met in my entire mm. life um, and a little bit of me is, is selfish with that. Like I want to keep that to myself, but that's just my conditioning, you know, like mine, mine, mine. Yeah. And I think wanting 
someone you feel very close and you feel is very special, wanting them to always be in your life is not a bad thing. I think it's, it's just about what does that look like, you know? Because um, as I've experienced, you can live with someone and not feel close to them. Um, so I think being being intentional about spending time together and uh, spending quality time together is maintaining that, you know, because at the same time, we're also busy and, you know, see each other a little bit because of our schedules. So, right. And that's the part where I'm like, we're we are so busy and we don't see each other often. Um, any person that may have had some type of emotional connection to you could be that person that you jump back into again mm-hmm. and they, you know, re- refresh your memory as to why you dated them or why you're so fond of them. Um, you you don't give yourself space from people like that, like, um, like the guy from the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you would have a closure conversation but wouldn't keep your space. Like you would like hold on to his number you would have closure but you would hold on to his number and be like oh yeah well i'm still going to be his friend and yeah um, i mean i think i would still like the possibility of being friends in the future but there's no nothing to invest there for me there's nothing to invest there so i would like a closing conversation so that i can put that in my past you know so that if he ever resurfaced it really feels like someone from my past is trying to build a friendship and that would all have to come from that person because it doesn't make any sense for me to initiate that investment based off their past reactions and and actions so sorry i'm i'm trying not to get overwhelmed with feeling because i don't like to talk about stuff like this because i don't want you to understand that i'm insecure i don't like it um, it's an it's an ugly feeling inside. Does um, it feel vulnerable, or it feels like it feels terrifying? Um, it makes you feel scared, frightened. Yeah, I feel like some something is going to be taken away, or something's going to intrude on that which makes me feel normal and safe. You make me feel normal and safe. Um, after I, I I don't say this often, but after my depression hit and my insomnia was in full force. Um, I couldn't sleep because I was afraid, you know, I was afraid of the dark. I was afraid mm. to just close my eyes. Um, and I can get as much sleep as I can now when I'm around you because I feel safe. I mean, I can't even, I tried sleeping here in the living room the other day mm-hmm. and I couldn't because I just didn't feel safe. And if, and it feels like that again, like there's something um, that I'm not working through yeah, or talking about. I think there is too. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of feel like, um, like you hold on to your past a lot and I feel like that might intrude on what we have growing for us now. I mean, I think one of the benefits of my limited experience with relationships is a couple of things. I, I made it a point to myself that um, black men who are queer and are able to survive and thrive if I get along with them and I like them, I want to f- try as much as possible to maintain a relationship with them because um, I think that's just a special individual that I relate to on a deep level. And also, the value of friendships 
and also where I want to put my energy. And I feel very clear of my work in building a stable foundation that is a home is my priority. And, you know, being poly, the good thing about that is I can kind of get stuck in my ways and and set and feel like, okay, well, this is what I said I'm going to do or this is how it should be. And, you know, why change up the routine that feels frightening? And poly uh, kind of always brings the possibility of change to the table. And I think that's a much healthier way of approaching relationships is that they will they will go to, through change and they should it's a growing breathing thing um so what i get to practice with our relationship the way it's set up now is um being vulnerable and talking about those feelings and what does it feel like to feel possessive i feel like you talk about possession more than i do as an issue but i also have a really big possession thing with you I I just don't feel as threatened as often as you do, nearly as often as you do. I think part of that is, you know, we spend a lot of time together, and I know your friends very well, and it's not like you're in a place right now where you're making a lot of new friends. That will change at some point. There'll be a point where you're meeting a lot of new people, and um, you're making new connections. I mean, with this podcast alone, I've, I'm starting to talk to a lot more people people are reaching out so I yeah think I get and i think even it would feel different if they were physical people if people you hang out with physically and see and can be in the same room with um i think that'll that will feel a little different and it'll be it'll be challenging it'll be hard i'm sure i'll feel insecure and i'll want to whine or tell you how i feel like a a baby and you know I'll revert to saying things out of fear which is not helpful but and and I and that's that's what I did on the last podcast uh, I, I did I did that um it was a lot of me talking out of fear um trying to take control of the situation cuz I'm used to that, you know, I'm used to being the alpha, I'm used to being the strong one, the sturdy one, I'm the one that has all the answers, and I mean, when, you know, when I was in a threesome relationship, I was like, no, we got that, like, this is how it's going to be, um, we weren't going to sleep with anybody, and he did it anyway. <laughs> right, know, he but like, you at least try to set some rules and boundaries. Yeah, um, and you've had, you know, you've had two extra years of poly life than I have. Um, mm-hmm. You've experienced your other partner dating, and um, and not me. Um, I, I, I really... I don't know what that's going to look like when it happens. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really uh, not looking like I'm not. I'm like I'm not in a place right now where I want to involve anyone else in that relationship. Like I'm worried about like work and school where yeah. we can move to. Um, so my my immediate goals are in front of me. And we might be, we might be a mess in ten years then. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is like smooth and we're doing well. And we're like let's fuck this up and see what's up with this relationship. <laughs> um. I, I don't always feel um, I don't always feel insecure with you. I, I don't know what it is right now. I think it's just that we're not spending a lot of time together, and there's a lot of new presence um, in your life right now. There's a mm-hmm. lot of new names coming up. Um, there's a lot of 
um, new experiences coming up. I mean, you know, us going to Chicago and having that conversation, like, what are the rules for Chicago? I wasn't even prepared for that conversation because I just wanted to go and have a good time with you. Oh, I was definitely, like, half joking. Half joking. Uh, the only reason it's half is be well, no, I guess I was joking then. Actually, right. no, half joking. Right. Yeah, right. half joking. So not going in with any intentions, just right. going, well... This My baby happened. has warned me things can happen, and we've made jokes about someone watching us have sex, and I don't know how much of that was a joke for him, so, like, let's just try to talk about this. Right, so just, like, damage control before the damage happens? Yeah, I mean, but none of that stuff we've done before, but I guess it's always possible something could happen. Yeah, like I mean, would we... We'll be able to pick up the pieces of whatever happened afterwards. You think that we're uh, evolved enough right now where we are in a relationship to let something like that happen Um, or to let anything like something small, like maybe, you know, hugging up on someone or, uh, you know, sharing it like just an intimate moment, like something as simple as like holding someone's hand. Yeah, I have feelings just the thought of it. I can feel it in my body. So, I don't, I mean, I, I will have feelings. I know that. So, and it, but it might be different if we know the person. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like there, I have a level of comfort once I know who that person is and I deem them a good person. All right. Uh, I know that has felt different. And, like, even your makeout being okay with that. I would have some feelings <laughs> for sure. Oh my makeout! But but making out is fun. Like I think yeah, you should do it. It definitely is. I'm not doing it. I don't know I who's know. going to. I'm. This is just my personal. Like I'm not because I just. I, I I like that right now that we don't have to worry about taking any medication for any types of illnesses. I mean, there's nothing wrong with people that do. I'm just very happy that we're healthy. Um, and you know, we're fortunate enough to not have to depend on any type of medical assistance to keep us healthy. So, Mm -hmm. um, so with all of those, those irks for this, um, couple's corner, Mm -hmm. What do we work on? What do we work on? Yeah, how do we how do we how do we move past the the jealous parts? I I, I I'm gonna use this because I like to listen to what, what the conversations we have. Yeah. Um, and it usually helps me clear my head when I can hear the conversations that we have, mm-hmm. um, and the way that we respond to each other because I can't help but to look at you and. I'm just immediately in love with you all over. <laughs> Every time I, I you're Stop. so beautiful to me. And I just think Thank that I don't want no, anybody to come and take away from my time, you know? Yeah. Um, I actually, I think that's what it is. I don't want anybody to come and take away the small time that we have. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. I, I mean, just off the top of my head, I don't know how you work on it in a very effective way other than having to deal with it. Like, just... Like just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, just like, okay, this is it. And this is how I'm feeling when this actually happened now. And this, like, let's talk about that. And what changes would I like or not like? Like, 
maybe my answer is don't see them. And I'm sorry, and that's wrong, and I feel jealous. But could you not right now because I really need to process this, and it feels like it's moving too fast. Or it could be I just want to talk about it, and you can continue, you know. But that's not where I'm at. Like, I'm not trying to split my time between you and someone else. I always try to find time when you're busy or not going to be around, you know. Right. Um, so that... I, does that time feel like it would make you jealous? Like you're not home, you're at work or something, and mm-hmm. I'm no. I mean, it makes sense that you would fill your time when I'm not around like that. Um, and in hearing what you have to say, that does make sense. Um, you know, we have a, a throuple who who set those boundaries mm-hmm. um, because they weren't feeling comfortable. Um, I think we have like date, like a day where they. Family day or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's 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 something to take from. Um, I want to use this as well as like a kind of in between sort of therapy to discuss if any feelings came up, if you had something you wanted to talk about. Um, so yes, the only thing is sometimes I that ripped the bandaid metaphor. Sometimes I want you to go hang out with someone that I don't know. Or don't know well, <laughs> just so I can get that feeling over with, you know? Like, okay, it's a yeah. Scary I, feeling. I don't like it. Neither do I. But I like when you go hang out with your friends that I do with know. The ones that, yeah. yeah. It's because, you, yeah, because you know that I just them. go out with them and I'm like, oh, let's just, you know, I'm just going out to hang out with my friends and watch them hook up and talk and laugh and stuff. So. Right. And sometimes make out with them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm fine Aww. with. Because you're finally, because I have no emotions toward that person exactly. or those people at all. Like, there's no, like, oh, you're just my friend, and that's all this is ever going to be. You know, you know what? Real quick, I know. Uh, I was uh-huh. surprised that you did make out with the person you met in San Diego with the big ass. Oh. I was re- like, the whole time you're telling me that story, I was like, just see when they made out so I could just like feel it and, and get over it. And you didn't. And I was really surprised. Like, almost why not? It's Yeah, it's just not where my head is at. Um, I like to flirt. Like, I really, really enjoy flirting. Mm. Um, but my brain is like, I like, I really enjoy having sex with you. And mm. I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. I don't want to ruin um, the thrill of the chase is fine. Um, flirting people is fine. Rubbing up on people and stuff like that, I feel is fine. But I don't want to ruin... Um, the sexual intimacy we have because it changes the dynamics so much when you know that someone that you love is doing that type of stuff with someone else. There's so much running through your mind. It's such a, um, if you're not there to witness, especially if you're not there to witness it. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, my firsthand experience with that is that it feels really weird at first. Like you can feel that the, you can feel a change in the air type of thing. Like when they're gone, when they come back, when you ask, like, how was it? Um, you can feel that, oh, this is right. different. But then here's the thing. After some time, you come to a new equilibrium. And then that also feels. Is it numb? Huh? Is it numb? Is it a the new feeling? equilibrium? Yeah. No, I mean it shouldn't be. If if it is, then the relationship, the intimacy is is lost. Right. Um, 
But I remember a time before that intimacy was lost that there was an an ignited passion um, after we had gotten over that beginning phase of exploring with other people that felt really helpful for where we were at um, and kind of exciting and... Um, but, but that's also not a constant stage, you know? Right. Yeah. I think that's a constant. I think that anybody, I mean, whether you're an open relationship, poly relationship, monogamous relationship, um, I think that there's always going to be those feelings. Um, I think I, re- I think one thing that would be helpful to me is to be involved in it, like to see it, um, see, see what, to see that it's non-threatening. Like, cause these are new people. These are new people. Like this dude is hitting you up. How would you, how would, how would, what would help? Oh, like, I don't know. Like going out, hanging out with him for a meal. Yeah. And, um, seeing that he's not threatening, that there is no intention because I think that's one of the things I always think about when meeting new people is the intention. Yeah. Um, and I mean, his intention. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like my intuition was like, oh no, there's something, there's something else. Like why would someone that you dated a while ago still have your number in there? Like I, I know, I know what I've done for myself. Um, and I think maybe that's a weak spot for me. Like that whole thing I listed about, uh, black gay men and wanting to keep them close. I feel like I, because I, didn't see them I wasn't sexually interested in them um, anymore so I was like oh here's another one that black gay that I actually really got along with and liked I can have them hopefully over time you know have them close to me and that would be so great to add to the group of men that we already know so I think because that's always my intention when I'm not uh, physically or sexually interested in someone that I st- I've stopped seeing that they may have another intention, you know. All right. Um, so I guess just being uh, being in it. I That's think cool. That I like that you said that. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, and doing the things that we like to do. Um, for instance, if we, if if we go out with my group of friends, so mm-hmm. we go out with the the male group of the male group of gay friends that I have. Um, you don't really have that many male gay friends, um, but if you did, I would like to go out and see that the dynamic and um, you know, I mean, because I think I'm pretty fun when I go out. You're really fun. Um, so I'd I'd really You're like to see that there isn't the threat that my um, my and 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 the thing and even if there was a threat, I think I might like to see it for myself, not so much so that I can do a. I told you so moment, but to kind of get accustomed to like these things happen and uh, it's not AMPM's fault that these dudes are, you know, interested in him. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a likable guy. So now if I see, if I was to like go out with you and then these, you know, you're making out with someone, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did I just get myself set up for? You know? Wait, I thought you like making out. Yeah, I do. But if I was going out to try and um, oh, to like hang out with me somebody else. Yeah, like, like a friend. to try and meet these new people that are um, involved in your life. Right. Um, I think it would feel um, a little like. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty aggressive move on my part. Yeah. <laughs> this is my friend. How do you feel about it? <laughs> um. 
So yeah, I, well, I appreciate you sharing a lot, and I appreciate you wanting to figure it out through conversation. And what I like is that I have clearer a clear idea of where it's coming from, and then a clear idea of what would be helpful. And I and I want to say the same would be helpful for me. I already know that meeting the person, someone you know is. is trying to come into the other person's life even if it's for a short amount of time it's helpful to meet that person um so i'd like to ask for the same thing definitely so thank you for taking this uh 30 minutes um to go over processing yeah that's what Um, it sounds like yeah average processing i want to thank everybody that um gave me the idea to to start this um it it was really really good and helpful um i feel a little bit calmer and um knowing that i have uh, his buy-in to have these types of conversations i know that it's hard to talk about your feelings and to be vulnerable especially when people are listening or uh, i mean will people will be listening um, but I would like to get feedback from other couples out there to, I mean, monogamous, non-monogamous, uh, dating, single, um, what you guys do to fight those feelings of um, insecurity and jealousy. Um, what do you have in place for yourself, you and your partner? What do you guys do to move forward? Yeah, and I just want to add that uh, it took me a while, a lot of practice and work to be able to speak about my feelings like that. It definitely wasn't a few weeks, few months type of thing. It was uh, hearing other people practice it, trying it myself, failing sometimes, thinking about it later, and trying to go deeper each time. And and it it helps. So start, you'll get there. Um, as always, you guys can listen to us every Monday um, at the AM, PM, and the Phoenix Podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, rate, comment, like, share. Please give us your feedback. Um, this will be a new little segment that we do from time to time. But uh, your input is valuable, especially in these 30 minutes, because we want to try to reach other people, um, other couples of color. Um, it's a hard hard-ass life and road um to try and get through alone so hopefully we can do this all together um if you guys have anything you guys would like to input anything you guys would like us to talk about um be more than happy to touch on that so as always i am ampm and i am the phoenix bye everyone